Tired of the negative news and flashover substance? It's time for Today with Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy Patrick is a trial attorney, patriot, and Ph.D. with a passion for people and a penchant for politics. Dr. Wendy brings you the headlines, streamline, news you can use. It's time to be informed, engaged, and entertained. Now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick. My co-host Larry Dersham and I are delighted to welcome you to 13 Days Before Christmas. Can you believe it? Where did the year go? Well, we know where it went. We talked about it each week, but it went fairly quickly. And we are almost at the big day. However, Christmas is going to look a little different this year. And one of the ways in which it'll look different is Santa will be coming with a bag full of vaccines for many people that have been dying to get vaccinated and are in line, depending on who they are, where they work, how old they are. So he will be coming masked, gloved, sanitized, perhaps plexiglassed if you're going to see him at the mall. But vaccines are one of the Christmas list items that many people are very eagerly looking forward to. But not everyone. And that's our first story for this evening. There are some people that don't want to be vaccinated. Now, there are a variety of reasons for this. One is the very practical reason that people want to see how it goes. Let's roll it out with other people before I feel comfortable enough to get that shot in the arm. Then there are people that have genuine religious objections to being vaccinated. We've been dealing with those with that class of people for years. And then, of course, you have people with underlying medical conditions that would be compromised in some sense medically if they were vaccinated. So one thing that's been on everybody's mind, and I've been asked a lot of questions about this, is can your employer force you to be vaccinated? Well, the answer, as with other types of vaccines, is a qualified yes. And you thought probably thought I was going to say no. A qualified yes, because if it's a private employer, Obviously, there are still going to be those exemptions, as there have always been, for religious reasons and for medical reasons. But largely, there is also an issue of on-the-job safety and an employer's duty to provide a safe and healthy workplace for customers, for consumers, for patrons, for other employees. And along those lines, if it is a job where you have to interact with the public, there are many private employers that can make that decision. Now, this isn't new. Of course, we're talking about it in connection with COVID this year, but this isn't a new concept. In fact, there are lots of workplaces where you always had to be vaccinated each year against the flu, for example. And of course, healthcare is the most obvious one of those. And then of course, and Larry knows this as a constitutional law expert, there have always been mandatory school vaccination rules. You remember that growing up, Larry? I sure do. I had to get the polio shot and a bunch of other shots uh, as a condition to going to school. That's right. So it's a balance of health and wealth, understanding that you have to make a living, but you also have to comply, as does your employer, with the laws that say it's not just your health, it's making sure that everybody else stays healthy also. So this is really becoming a sticking point. And I get it. I understand that by the time many of us were old enough to be in the workplace, the polio vaccine and everything else, those had been around for decades. People knew the risks and pretty much had ironed out the kinks. This is different. 
This is new. It just got approved, what, Larry, yesterday? Yes. So many people are understandably and justifiably a little skittish about saying, hey, I want to be first in line and I want to make sure that my employer honors that. Here's what many employers will honor. Flexibility, i.e., can you work remotely? Are there places that you can work at your current workplace that don't involve interfacing literally with the general public if you, for whatever reason, don't want to get a vaccine? So this really is going to be a game changer. It's also a competitive advantage for these workplaces, even if they're hospitality based, that can say we offer a 100% vaccinated workforce. In other words, you can eat here safely because 100% of our of the people that work here, of our employees, of our servers, even back in the kitchen, have been vaccinated. So there's so many different things that no doubt we'll be talking about um, on future shows. But we also have to talk about a big setback that was uh, that took place yesterday with the Supreme Court refusing to take up that Texas case that everybody was talking about. So many attorneys general and other states signed off on regarding the election. Larry, what's the latest on that? And I understand, given that we always have a silver lining here, that there may even be a silver lining to the election fraud cases. Right. Yeah, they uh, went to the Supreme Court uh, yesterday, uh, late yesterday, Eastern time, rejected a Texas uh, complaint. They were they filed a lawsuit against Pennsylvania, Georgia, uh, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, or excuse me, Michigan and Wisconsin, and they said that uh, to Texas that you lack standing under their Article Three of the Constitution. But I would just say that you know under Article uh, Two, Section One, Clause Two, it's the so-called Electors Clause that only the state legislators can uh, you know set the election rules, and especially when it comes to appointing the electors, which they're going to be doing. I think it's Monday they're supposed to do that, certify the electors. Uh, for each of those states. So uh, Larry, they... because it's Monday, what would you say to the naysayers that basically say the president has run out of runway? What what type? And I understand that, you know, people are working through the weekend. Courts are open. Um, we were hearing arguments today. I think it was in Wisconsin. What would you say to the people that are still holding out hope? I mean, there's a big rally going on today. I think there's a huge amount of hope, Wendy. Uh, for one thing, Pennsylvania, believe it or not, still has another case that's that's going up. They rejected the initial one that was brought up there, but they're working on that. They're amending the complaints. That's going to go back up. And as far as like lack of standing, okay, you could say Texas doesn't have lack of standing. I don't know why, because when one state sues another state, there's no place else to go. That's called original jurisdiction. That should go immediately to the Supreme Court, and they should at least hear the case. But anyhow, if they say Texas doesn't have standing, how about President Trump? President Trump may have standing. It looks like part of the argument had to do with, well, one state can't file a lawsuit contesting the way another state does its elections. So there were, it seems like there were some some constitutional law issues there that basically really fed that standing argument to the extent that only two of the justices at least, and I'm paraphrasing, thought, guys, do you just want to hear this? <laughs> Can we just hear this? Exactly. And uh, there's there's another interesting thing that nobody or not many people know about does Trump have a Trump card? Well, back in September 12th of 2018, 
President Trump issued Executive Order 1348. And that gives him the ability to uh, put the uh, national emergency uh, laws into place if they find there's been foreign interference in the election. And there's they've already discovered that China has given uh, millions and millions of dollars to uh, Dominion voting systems uh, to do that. And did you know, Wendy, that uh, on the Georgia Dominion voting system machines, as well as in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, they have modems in there that can transmit wirelessly. And you're not supposed to be able to be hooked up to the Internet over that. And those they actually have bills of sale where those modems are installed. And, you know uh, what I think is the most frustrating part of all of that is all of that evidence, Larry, is so important. Uh, the the election meddling, the you know, the internet software, all of that. It almost seems like there was insufficient time for all of that evidence to get into a courtroom and actually be proven, not not beyond a reasonable doubt, like I have to do. It's not a criminal court, but in the in the proceedings, in the civil court proceedings, I think it probably has to be very frustrating to these lawyers that have just been working 24 seven. I mean, here, most people are trying to enjoy the Christmas season and looking at lights and putting up their tree. And these lawyers have just been basically day and night trying to get these cases heard. And so frustrating for them that many of them have not even been heard. And the, one of the reasons that many people would would be in favor of these lawsuits being heard is it's about election integrity. That's a bipartisan passion. That is something that wouldn't both sides want to know. How can we make sure we have free and fair elections? I mean, even the Democrats, wouldn't they also have a vested interest in making sure that votes are counted honestly and accurately? And you got to feel a little bit bad for Joe Biden. Here he is listening to all this news coverage of people saying, there is no way that guy got this many votes. I mean, that that has to be an incredibly humbling experience for him, don't you think? Oh, oh absolutely. But just think of it. Uh, these the legislatures of these various states are supposed to be the only ones that can change the election law. That's but right. instead, they had the executive branches and the courts of those states. They changed the timelines. They changed the rules. And they even some people would allege, and I would, that they changed the votes. Now, yeah. that and, has and to be. How do you unscramble the eggs, though, Larry? That That's another one of the problems is if you can't segregate what was done accurately and inaccurately, although that should not be the argument. It should not be outcome determinative regarding whether or not the courts hear those cases. And you know that these jurists really, I do have faith in the judicial system, you know, that they, they probably want to do the right thing, but are they at all influenced by the reality in many of these states that even if there were some degree of fraud proven, that it wouldn't change the outcome? Yeah. I just think that, uh, these the state legislators can say we're going to just have a clean slate of legislators. This election is so messed up. There are so many instances, provable instances of fraud. We're going to just appoint our own electors and basically ignore uh, the uh, fraudulent votes that came in. Yeah, wouldn't it be something if somebody had the boldness for that? Well, that's a that's a topic that we'll probably be talking about for a little while longer, but not forever because January twentieth is coming. So when we return, stay with us after the break. You're going to meet an amazing attorney, political analyst, and prolific author uh, who was uh, actually recruited to write conservative commentary by Breitbart. So you won't want to miss this. Don't touch that dial. We will be back in a flash.
News Cycle lowlights have no place here. You're listening to the headline highlights on Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Today with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Welcome back. You are listening to Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick. Larry Dersham and I are very pleased to have a colorful, quite interesting guest in the second half that is very knowledgeable and experienced. Now, all of our guests fit that description, but they're all a little bit different. So, uh, Larry, who do we have tonight? I understand he has a San Diego tie-in as well. Yes. Uh, Yes, Wendy. I'd like to welcome to the show Kurt Schlichter. Kurt is a senior columnist and author, and he's famously known for his weekly column on political, cultural, and military issues at townhall.com. He's also a prolific writer, and he's penned many books, including the biggest, or excuse me, the 21 biggest lies about Donald Trump and you, and also a series of wow. novels. One of his latest is called Crisis, just to, it's just to name a few. Uh, Kurt's a partner uh, in Schlichter and uh, Schlonach. It's a law firm and it focuses on civil litigation. He's also a retired Army infantry colonel with a master's in strategic studies from the United States Army War College. And he's a former stand up comic, which is very interesting. Welcome yeah, to the you, show, Kurt. Welcome to the show. Well, you, wait, wait, look, when you read my CV like that, you make me seem like about 500% more interesting than I am. <laughs> you know, I'm lying Kurt, here the, in my the... cargo shorts. Uh, you know, I was writing my sixth novel. I'm trying to get that out by May. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, listening to my wife yell at the teenagers to take the dogs for a walk. So. If, uh, if, if your listeners are misguided into thinking I'm some sort of living some sort of like action-packed, exciting life, I'm sorry to disappoint them. <laughs> well, Kurt, thank you for your service in the army. That that is very impressive. Oh, I was but a I do... colonel. I didn't do anything. Oh, the guys well, did everything. I know that you. That's not true because you commanded over 1,200 soldiers of a cavalry recon squadron, served in the Gulf War, the Kosovo War. You've done a lot. You're very humble, and that's endearing. I do have to no, say, I'm though, Kurt. Humble. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not humble. I think I'm awesome. I'm just accurately <laughs> well, assessing the facts. Larry now, the and I are trial lawyers, too. I was, just very, uh, well, I, 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 I was just very lucky to be able to hang around with a lot of really uh, great people uh, in a lot of interesting places. And oh. you know, the greatest honor of my life was commanding American soldiers. And I'm very proud of the country and trusted uh, our, our great troops uh, uh, to, to, to me as a commander. Uh, I was always surrounded by great people. And, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a very interesting time when I was in, and I've been retired for almost six years and uh, just doing other things now. Kurt, I have to say, one of the things that caught my attention on your resume was um, the fact that you're a former stand-up comic. That has to be the hardest job in the world. Oh, <laughs> Especially... I, 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 I was born without a shame gene. I literally don't <laughs> care about being on stage. Look, I'm a trial. I don't care. You know, they're like, Larry, oh my gosh, all those people watching. I'm like, well, people should be watching. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Larry wanted me to ask you if you thought the election was a joke. Uh, I did think it was a joke. I went and worked for the president for a while in uh, Nevada until I caught COVID. Uh, oh, wow. I, I, I saw a number of uh, problems uh, and irregularities. That's a lawyer word, which includes both uh, fraud and uh 
the just sort of mundane run-of-the-mill incompetence and shenanigans that you see. But no, I I, I don't believe that uh, it was a honest victory by uh, uh, Joe Biden. I think the president should follow all his legal uh, uh, recourse until they they resolve. Look, I, we all know how how hard do you think it is to get. Uh, multiple judges to choose the winner of an election. Well, that's like very, very tough. Right. Doesn't mean you don't try. Doesn't mean you don't bring the facts out. Doesn't mean you uh, don't attempt to vindicate them through the system that we have. Although, uh, as you guys know, you know, if we had a fraud case, we'd spend two or three years prepping it. Sure. Uh, you get about a month. And it's an election. We just talked That's about right. that before the break. That's exactly That's right. right. Hey, Kurt, uh, to stick in the, the po- uh, political realm here, you wrote a recent article in Town Hall called The Democrats Are in Bed with China, literally. And then they brought up that thing about that uh, gentleman up in uh, Dublin, California, who's uh, oh, yeah, representative. Oh, yeah, weirdo who, uh, uh, you know, suddenly this mediocre girl uh, b- blows his mind by paying attention to him. He has to fall into her bed, and she's in Chinese intelligence. I'm, the, you know, what a loser. Okay, I don't even. I like. I think the guy was married at the time, which just makes it a whole bunch worse. But it's just like, dude, you know what? I, I went to UC San Diego. Okay, I used to hang out in San Diego. I'd come down to party at San Diego when I was single. And I would meet girls, and I pray I wasn't as incompetent as a Swalwell guy. I mean, it's just embarrassing. The dude literally has no game. Oh yeah, and he's betraying our company at the same time, country at the same time. Exactly. Do you think so that he's chi- a failure on every level? He is. Do you think the Chinese have a strong influence in America? I mean, through I think they have an incredibly huge influence in America. I think our uh, uh, I think first of all, our entire establishment is garbage. We are run by essentially cultural trust fund babies who didn't build this country. They didn't make these institutions. They just inherited them, so to speak, by going to Harvard and Yale. What have they ever done? This is the most unaccomplished ruling class in probably the history of Western civilization. Yet they have this unbelievable uh, uh, self-regard. And, of course, they're easily duped by the Chinese, yes. who are an essentially serious people. Our people are not serious. When you announce your pronoun, you are not a serious person. You know, one of the and things that we just isn't. Yes. Yeah. One of the things that um, Larry and I talked about before the break, and we've been talking about literally nonstop since uh, since November 3rd, we've been talking about all the different types of lawsuits filed and really the reality that wouldn't both sides wouldn't both sides value election integrity more than anything else, regardless if the lawsuits no, were our side. Yeah, no, no, well, no, you, you, the, the, the other side is actively in favor of cheating in the election. Here's something you've never heard from the mainstream media. You have never heard, well, you know, if there was cheating, Trump should win. Cheating would be bad. If you are telling me for four years that Trump is somewhere between Putin's pet and literally Hitler, don't you have a moral obligation to ignore, uh, you know, these rules and regulations and things and quote unquote cheat to get this tyrant out of office? And it will be interesting to see how Joe Biden gets along with Putin. It is. Uh, he gets along with anybody who pays his ne'er-do-well, crack-huffing, stripper-banging son. Well, you know that the one, the, uh, the one story that actually has legitimacy even by the Democratic standards and by Hunter Biden himself is this issue of investigation over his laptop. I mean, I, we, we made the joke well, the other day. that in the last week. Yes. That's, that was my point, exactly. And, yeah, you know, you my, have my to favorite. imagine... 
Yeah, you have to imagine there are smart voters on both sides that would have liked to have known that information before they voted. That Maybe was, that was good. It wasn't good to know before the election. My favorite part is when the media literally says, in recent days, it has come to <laughs> right. life. Exactly. Like, are you guys even – look, we're, you know, we're lawyers, all right? We deal with people lying to us all the time, and i got to say I'm kind of a snob. I would expect people to do a better job of lying to my face. Well, you're, you're also a journalist. You're also a journalist, and so you probably are are doubly, uh, really almost incensed about the reality that somehow this was buried, even by social media censorship. I mean, you you think on the one hand, in the day and age in which we live, how do you bury a story nowadays? And then on the other hand, we, the three of us have just indicated this is a huge story that would have been at issue for many Americans on both sides of the aisle had they known earlier. Maybe exactly. Hunter should get in line with Joe Exotic yeah. and everyone else and ask the president for a pardon. <laughs> oh, hey, Kurt, uh, what do you think about A.G. Barr and that, that Durham? Are, are those guys on our side? Are, are we going to ever see anything from them? Uh, one, of the, one of the problems with uh, uh, conservative establishment figures is they still believe there are functioning institutions and that we should pretend that everything's A-OK and just keep going on as before. Yes, OK. Uh, yeah, it, 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 which is a ridiculous notion. You, look, I refuse to have two sets of rules. And I'm a generous guy. I'm a giving guy. I will let the other side set the rules. But you got to understand that when you set the rules, I'm going to jam them down your throat and use them. If uh, in my case, if I was bar, I would go, oh, well, I'm going to be out of office in about a month. So I'm going to appoint special counsels for Hunter and the election and every other damn thing I can think of. Enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. uh, You know, it seems like whenever it comes to the topic of Trump, and I can attest to this, I've got uh, relatives that uh, if you go to Thanksgiving dinner or whatever, they talk about his personality, but they deny the booming account, uh, economy. Yeah, uh, how you can deny that? No new wars, the corona vaccine with his uh, Operation Warp Speed Warp and so speed, forth. Yeah. They just totally overlook all his many accomplishments and they focus on his personality. Is that because the media has kind of twisted them in that way? I don't understand it. No. You know, I- um- no, it's, be, it, it, it's because it's very important for some people to maintain what they see as their, uh, uh, you know, social caste. Uh, they want to look down on Trump and they want to look down on the, uh, the, the people who Trump uh, represents. Now, the, the punchline is uh, the people looking down on normal Americans are those same unaccomplished losers that I mentioned. The guy, you know. The greatest generation beat the Depression World War II. The the 60, you know, the, the adults in the 60s uh, got us to the moon and uh, uh, revolutionized civil rights. The ruling class now, the people who say they're better than us now, they've given this grinder. Yeah, no, you know what, Kurt, we're out of time, but this has been a very thought-provoking interview. I'm, it's almost amazing how many topics we somehow managed to touch in such a short period of time. Um, website real fast, Kurt, where people can find out more about you. Uh, go find me on Twitter at Kurt Schlichter. That will lead you to the, uh, uh, the, the, the shining bright diamond that is Kurt Schlichter. And awesome. I'll be guest hosting for Hugh Hewitt Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week. On your thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, our listeners, for joining us. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Please join us next week for more of Today with Dr. Wendy, Headlines of the Silver Lining. Have a great week. God bless you.
Thank you for joining us for Today with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego.